So maybe be willing to just talk about it. And you won't believe the changes in your relationships in other areas that will happen when you start to communicate well about this area. I'm Kara Lewis-Newton, host of the KLN Podcast. Five years ago, my life was literally flipped upside down when I built a multiple six-figure income from a business on social media. More than that though, I'm a mom to three and a wife to Luke in a marriage that we've had for over 18 years. But beyond those roles that I fill, I have found deep purpose in helping women find strength and confidence. Because I believe that when a woman can value who she truly is, it unlocks the potential for her to grow into someone even greater. I believe a confident woman will change the world around her. This is the KLN Podcast. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, if you're listening with little ears around, go turn on the Disney Channel, get them situated, and then come back. Or just wait until they're asleep, because this podcast is not for little ears. It's about sex, guys. Mom, Dad, you may not want to listen to this one. I'm just warning you right now. I don't know why it is in such an over-sexualized society this topic still makes me a little nervous. It's ridiculous. I've been married for 20 years almost. We have three children. I have sex with Luke Newton. I said it. And somehow it seems very scary to say that to the world. And yet I know all of you know that this is happening. (laughs) We have three people that are evidence of it. And as Lila said when I had the talk with her a few years ago, that obviously we had had sex three times, which was a lot to her. (laughs) Yes, honey, that's all your father and I have ever done it. (laughs) Oh, Lord, I hope they never listen to this. Why am I talking about this today? Well, here's the reality. I want this podcast to be about real life. I want it to be something that helps women with the real things that we're going through on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. I believe in marriage. I think it is one of the most beautiful gifts that we're given. And I believe that this one relationship forms you in a way that no other relationship can. I'm so for it. And I know that it is so hard. I also know that the topic of sex is a big deal in marriages. I don't care if you've been married for six months or 60 years. Good God, if you've been married for 60 years and it's still, I mean, good for you. It, it's a topic <laughs> that will come up. It's something that you will fight about. It's something you will feel insecure about. It's something that you will think you're doing wrong. It is always on our minds as married couples, right? Okay, maybe not, okay, maybe it's not always on my mind. It's on Luke's mind way more than it's on my mind, but it comes up a lot, all right? And I will tell you this, I had this idea, and I know for certain that my husband had this idea, that when we got married, it was just gonna be this amazing, unbelievable, can't keep our hands off of each other, nobody should ever come to visit because we are gonna be going at it all the time. That is so far from the truth. (laughs) Every female is like, "Uh uh-huh. And every man listening, because I hope that you share this with your husbands, is thinking, 
yeah, that is definitely not the case, right? It is a place of major anxiety, major insecurity, major uncertainty. And so I'm going to tell you about the five areas that when Luke and I really decided to deal with this issue, things got so much better for us. It was around seven years into marriage and our sex life, I'll just be honest with you, it wasn't great. I was doing it to make him happy. And he was doing it because he had a physical need and he wanted to be with his wife, but he knew I wasn't happy. So it wasn't that enjoyable and it wasn't that frequent. And I don't think enough couples are honest about this. True? There is a season, I believe, in every marriage where sex just isn't that great. And unless you choose to get real honest with each other, it's not going to get better. The only way for it to get better is through honest communication with each other. The first thing we learned about sex and our relationship, and I believe this to be true for a lot of other relationships, is that men and women have sex for different reasons. I know, that doesn't seem very mind-blowing, right? But it's true. Men use sex as something to de-stress, which is why they can come home from work after a horrible day (laughs) and still want to have sex. Whereas for a female, that is the absolute last thing she would ever want to do after having a bad day, right? Am I right? Females have sex after they feel relaxed. So this is super important if you're a man, understand this. If your wife has had a really stressful day, having sex is not what is going to make it better. I need to maybe say that again. You taking her clothes off is not going to make her feel less stressed out. She will feel more anxious, more insecure, and more angry with you. (laughs) Your best bet is to help her relax. Women need to be in a place of relaxation to enjoy sex the most. And so when we can understand that, and and when Luke finally understood that it was, that was what I needed first, things changed dramatically for me. So that's the first thing. The second thing, my brain, a female's brain, controls how fast my body will get into it. (laughs) Okay, so what do I mean by that? My brain takes a lot longer to get there, which is why I have to start hours before telling and preparing and mentally getting there before my body will. In other words, if I know that it's been a little while and that we're probably going to have sex on Friday evening, Friday morning, I'm going to wake up preparing myself. I'm going to shave my legs. I'm going to put nice perfume on. I'm going to pick out some pretty underwear. (laughs) I'm going to get myself there mentally hours before. I'm going to maybe send him a sexy text to kind of get myself there and to know that he's kind of that so that he see I'm already skipping up on my words so that he knows I'm there. This kind of keeps me accountable too because once I know he knows that I know that we're going to then I know that I'm I'm I got to follow through with this, right? But that's also important for the man to know too. Spontaneity is great. Impromptu is awesome and occasionally that's wonderful. But if you want a really good (laughs) experience, a really strong sex life, it's important to understand that my brain as a female needs quite a bit of time to get my body to catch up. And once they do, (laughs) watch out, it's awesome. But I've learned that it's so important to start my day out 
talking to myself, reminding myself what's about to happen, finding the things about him that are so attractive to me. And by the time the evening comes around, I'm ready. All right, number three. This is super important too. And I know that for a lot of couples early on in marriage, this is hard. This is a really hard one. Both partners must enjoy the experience for the most part on a regular basis. (laughs) Did you like those kind of caveats there? Here's the thing. Each one of you at the end should feel satisfied. Why why is this nervous for me? I'm just going to say it. Each one of you should climax. I just said that out loud to hundreds of thousands of people. (laughs) But for real, here's why. It's not just for the person that's enjoying themselves. And this has, this is so important. And I really feel like this is something Luke and I have had to learn about one another. I'm not enjoying myself to that point. It's not even about me. It's about him. Now he's no longer enjoying it. Because honestly, in a loving marriage... For him, especially for the man, the enjoyment is almost all about how much you are enjoying it. And so there's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of frustration. If he feels like, as your husband, he can't bring you that kind of enjoyment. So I'm just going to say this. If you're struggling to get to that point, please know that that's not abnormal. Like, you're not crazy. A lot of women struggle with that. And it's okay to go ask your doctor about it. And maybe you need to have some, a little bit of counseling together. I'm not saying you're going to need years of counseling. Maybe you just need someone to give you some ideas. Or maybe it's an actual physical thing that your doctor can help you and work with you on. Don't suffer in that. Because I promise it's not just you suffering by not enjoying yourself. It is absolutely 100% your partner suffering too. It's so important that you both find enjoyment in that time together. Okay, that was number three. Number four, no pornography. (gasps) She said pornography. I did. No pornography ever. We've just made that a rule in our relationship. And I'm so thankful that even before we got married, we discussed this and made this a rule in our relationship. Luke has always been willing to allow me to ask him about it. If I feel like maybe he has, or I'm uncertain about something, or I want to look on his phone or his computer, it's an open book. He's an open book. I'm allowed to ask. And and he is always 100% honest with me. Pornography is never good for a marriage. It's just not. Again, it causes insecurity. It causes frustration. It causes a lack of drive in the man to want to have sex. There's so many proven, I mean, just, just look up the studies on it. The other thing that can happen with that too, it escalates so quickly from being something so small to being something so huge and damaging in a relationship. If you're a man and you're listening and you know that this is a problem, I'm begging you to go get help. I promise you, your wife may not know, but deep down, she knows. Deep down, you are hurting her by doing that. It honestly destroys marriages. I told my 15-year-old son recently that I would rather catch him smoking weed than looking at pornography. It's that addictive. It's that destructive. 
it's so much not something I ever want to be a part of his life or his relationships or his marriage. And I'm so thankful that Luke and I have made that very clear in our relationship that it will never, ever, ever be something that's in our home. Okay. And then number five. So I know I said that it's important that you both enjoy for the most part, almost all the time, right? (laughs) Okay. Well, number five is also this, and this is more for the females. Understand that it is a physical need. It is a physical need for females, but the need typically is a little bit stronger in males. It just is for the most part. And you need to understand that just like thirst and eating and love and all of those things are needs that we have as humans sexual intimacy is a need too and once I realized that that was true I kind of came to a place in our relationship where it was okay to just submit myself to helping him meet that need (laughs) what do I mean by that well maybe he needs it it's been a long time I'm stressed out or I just don't feel like it or I'm not feeling very pretty or I'm not really wanting to do it that much, but I love him, right? I love this man and I know he has a physical need. And so we've kind of had this thing where I'll say to him, fine, you have 10 minutes, dude. You have 10, <laughs> you have 10 minutes. I'm, and I'm willing to be mentally and physically present for 10 minutes, but that's about all you're going to get out of me. I cannot do this long, drawn out, hour long thing, okay? Like I'm not going to be all sexy and, and pretty and no, you have, 10, <laughs> you have 10 minutes to get this done. Honestly, it's really helpful for him and for me because then I feel like, I'm giving him a gift, (laughs) but also I'm meeting a need in him that I know is there. And he's always so appreciative and so grateful. And our relationship really does go better when he's getting that need met. I hope that that makes sense. I'm not saying that wives should just lay down and let their husbands do whatever they want, whenever they want. Not what I'm saying. Please hear me. I just know that there are going to be occasions where I'm just not really wanting to do the whole long drawn out process and he has a physical need to meet. So give yourselves 10 minutes and be okay with that. All right, this was like super raw, super raw and real and I'm still a little embarrassed, but I just, I don't know, I probably tripped over my up over my words just a little bit, but I just felt like it was important for you to know that if this is something that is kind of a struggle for you, you're not alone. Like there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with your husband. Sometimes it's just figuring each other out. And maybe be just one of these sounds like you and your spouse. Maybe two, maybe three, or maybe all five. But I know that when we really took the time to be uncomfortable and have these conversations, it made things so much better. And like I said, We were married for about seven years before we even got to a place where we could talk about sex. We could have it. We just couldn't talk about it. So maybe be willing to just talk about it. And you won't believe the changes in your relationships in other areas that will happen when you start to communicate well about this area. It is important. Don't kid yourself. Don't go months without connecting in this way. It is affecting your relationship, I promise you. Because if you're not healthy in a sexually intimate way as husband and wife, you're just two people living together, right? I promise it can be good. It can be so 
so good and I'm just gonna stop there before my face gets so red that you can actually feel it through (laughs) this podcast but it can be such a wonderful beautiful thing and I know my desire like I said is for you to be in a relationship that is just spinning on all its wheels and it's healthy and it's making you a stronger better more confident woman and getting this area of your marriage to a healthy place I promise you, it will bring that for you. All right, I'm going to get going. Mom, I'm sorry if you had to listen to this. (laughs) And if any babies are made as a result of this podcast, I take absolutely zero responsibility for that. (laughs) See you all later. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the KLN Podcast. If it connected with you in any way, I would love it if you would hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can also find me on caralewisnewton.com. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter. And also, I would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, you have the power to change the world around you.